Avengers! Assemble. Happy freaking fight week! Oh yeah, we got a big one for the team. I thought you were gonna say happy ma- happy birthday, madam. Oh that yeah, was, that was quite a misdirect. Yeah, uh, happy was. birthday. Well, I mean, what day is it again? Thursday. It's four days late. So. Birthday week. Birthday you. week. It is That's right. Birthday week. Birthday week. We celebrate the whole week. That's right. Birthday. Really, we celebrate the whole year. A day is for sad people. <laughs> That's right. We love you, Johnny. Yeah, you make us all better. Everyone uh, made me feel great for my birthday, so that was good. We love you. And then you have spun your birthday forward into selling us on to some magazine voting. Yeah, so I'm running for Mr. <laughs> Mr. Health say, and Fitness. I was going to ask for an explanation of what that is. I've been tagged in it many times. I still oh, don't fight on many times. Right? So Mr. Health and Fitness. Long story short, the winner gets 20 grand and a photo shoot in men's fitness. So if I get that 20 grand, we might have to switch, Harry. I might become Iron Man and support (laughs) the Avengers. That's fine by me, brother. But yeah, let's all do our best, guys. Everyone go to my link in the bio. Vote for me. You could vote every day. When I win, you know how the manimal does it. I will hook up all the manimal's animals. And you're looking great on your birthday week. I feel like you dropped like 12 pounds since we last seen you. Yeah, yeah you're looking no, fast, animal. I'm the same weight. Is the leopard alpha getting closer and closer to the front of the closet? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is, actually. It's going to be uh, pretty close pretty soon. But for the token choke challenge, I'm getting a weed three-piece suit. Uh, have we made any progress on bookings for token choke, Manimal? Yeah. Fuck yeah. So we got our first registrations. Uh, now working on sponsorship. Uh, I'll finish the sponsorship package. We'll start working on that next week. And uh, yeah, we got the venue. Secret location. I don't want to lo- say where it is because I don't want to have Popo there. Isn't it Even technically illegal? No. Right? But just because something's not legal don't mean guys aren't going to bust your balls when you're trying to have fun. But I'm saying, I thought now that the way the law was written in New York, it's legal to smoke weed anywhere you can smoke a cigarette. Although I guess that precludes indoors. Oh, yeah, but we're going to have 400 people there. Mm. It'll be a lot of pot. You know what I mean? So I don't want to draw any attention to our spot. Until the day it's on, you know what I, I mean? I feel that. I feel that. Like, Super don't draw extra attention. Exclusive. When we get there and there's 400 people, let that just be the eight hours we're there. I don't need to announce it. Okay. I see where you're That's just how I, I feel. This. It's the first one I'm doing back. I haven't thrown a competition in, like, five years. So, you know, I want to take it nice and smooth and give myself less headaches. So, but uh, everything's going good. We've got a lot of interest. Hell, yeah. As there should, as there should be. As I hear muted. So yeah, we got a lot to talk about, guys. Where do you want to start? Wait, what'd you say? Your energy in the DMs, your energy online, your energy obviously on the show, man. Just, we could feel it. It's palpable. Yes, I'm trying to turn it up to eleven. In my uh, in a few readings, I know this is going to sound weird, but the animal spirit that came up was the proud peacock, and. Uh, so I'm ready to peacock. The more you know, a peacock, out, right? Something else is on display. And uh, do you know what a true signal is? What? A true signal is something in nature that truly lets you know that your prospective mate or that animal is a badass. And the peacock's feathers, that plumage display, is a true signal to a mate. Because when that peacock... I was going to say, I thought that just meant, field, like, let's fuck. Exactly, but wait. What does that tell you? This this peacock, he goes out in the middle of the field where every predator can see him. Every hawk, every vulture, every He's fucking thing. He's just to get a little peacock pussy. Yes. So he has to show that he is such a badass that he will stand in front of all these dangerous predators for a piece of that pussy. <laughs> I like it. And I the like girl, it. 
the girl peacock, that plain looking brown girl peacock, is like, yo, he's a fucking badass. No lion hit him. There's bobcats there. He's just out there, like, look at me, motherfuckers. I am so beautiful. Dude, I, uh, I, I watched them know. Right. I watched a documentary on elephants last week that was pretty fucking good. They I, never I, re- I recommend it. They do know. Elephants are super. <laughs> super <laughs> smart. I was just making a joke, but like, yeah, no, they never forget. <laughs> no, they're super hey, smart. Hey, what's up, Freddie? But no, elephants are super smart. They're smarter than us. Like, they have culture and music and, and spirituality. They mourn Bury their the dead. dead. Yeah, they mourn their dead. But so basically, yes. male elephants just kind of like roam around the savannah. And they just make these deep rumbling noises that other elephants can hear for like five miles around. And they basically roam around just going, Ooh, can I get a little elephant pushy? Ooh, any elephant pushy around here? What's Breddy? What did Breddy say? A little peepussy? Little little, little picussy. (laughs) That's right, Breddy. (laughs) You a bad Breddy. So, uh, yeah, what do you guys want to do? Who? What do you want to talk about first? Everything. Your birthday. Your birthday. Hot. What'd you do for your birthday? 43 man makers, jujitsu in the morning, had some cold stone cake. Tammy brought me some pork chops. It was good, solid. Nice. Hell Smoked yeah. a lot of weed. Sounds like there's worse ways to spend a lot a of birthday. rituals. You know, I, uh, I'm pagan, and Beltane, my birthday, is not just my birthday, but a sacred holiday. Uh, six weeks from uh, Equinox, six weeks until. The summer solstice is a really powerful time for doing a lot of like work with fire uh, because the coming season, right? Fire takes out the old, bringing the new planting. So I'm doing a lot of planting this week. This is the time you get everything in the ground. So I honor the seasons and a big, big ritual week too. Okay. Okay. So <sighs> what a fucking card we got this weekend. Yo, wait, who's going? Are any of you guys going to UFC? I wish I couldn't. You it. are like, I could we carpool. <laughs> what? It's fucking fifty dollars for I to feel that. I feel Bro, right. take the train. We'll split take, the tolls. Taking the train to Newark is so fucking easy. What? Taking the train to Newark is so easy. It's a, it's a fifteen. The train to Newark on the LIRR or LIRR, uh, uh, the New Jersey Transit out of Penn. I don't mind taking the train there, but you know what? I don't want to do take Ooh, the train at two in the morning. Yeah, that's fair. That's because then it's you know it's going to be not. Not 100%. That's, that's a rough three chance. blocks from the Peru to the to the train station. No, no, but 50-50 chance the train ain't going to be running right at 2 in the morning. Right. And then you're yeah. I know at 8 o'clock it's going to run. But yeah, you know the train's going to run right. But I've been out there on the long hour at 2 a.m. Sometimes it's like... <clears throat> yeah, no, that's fair. I feel that. But listen, as far as I'm concerned, there's two fights on the card this weekend. There's two Only fights two fights on worth talking about. Actually, three fights. Fuck. I don't give a fuck. What's the third? Hold on, hold on. I'm not gonna gloss over the uh, the carpooling. The carpool. Oh yeah, tell me. <laughs> so I feel I'm gonna get a little deep for a second. Um, uh, that when my signal, when I'm a conduit to a greater spirit, that my premonitions become stronger. And I swear, I had a premonition. It was either yesterday or the day before. About I was like, man, I should maybe at least drop off Manimal on the way back from Newark. So. It's, uh, well, you have to pass me anyway, so you may as well pick me up because I'll split the tolls. So you'd be ready uh, at like four thirty. I'll be ready at four twenty. <laughs> Walk okay. right into that one. Okay, that was good. We did not write that, but right. <laughs> we will be right. Sometimes together. our stuff writes itself. I have That's to right. clean all That's my right. uh, allergy rags. Uh, they're not cum rags, but allergy rags on the front seat. So. This will be fun. I'm used I to riding you, in the car. The you know how to change a tire. You are a city boy. I'll just pick the car up, and you can change the tire. Touche, touche, touche. Looking That's forward right, to Freddy. Steam. All right, I'm very excited that irons out one thing I've been looking for this week. Great. So wait, was that was that your third fight, Manimal? That was the third fight worth paying attention to. Get into the fight. Get into the venue. <laughs> okay, that's get a battle in and of itself. back. Almost. All right, though. Featured prelim, the steam Rolla, Matt Frivola, soon to be the ranked Rolla, number 13 lightweight, Drew Dober. I mean, this feels like one of those. I mean, this has fight of the year written all over it. First of all, no disrespect to uh, Matt and Drew. You guys know this. This could be like the third fight, like on the main card. They're just doing this to get more 
buys. Natty and I talked about that yesterday. I I had him on for an interview yesterday. We'll play a little snippet of that later when we uh when we get into Harry's Great questions, by the way, Harry. Thank you, Adel. Thank you. We'll play questions some of that. everyone wants to know. Exactly. Listen, every fucking MMA media person, MMA journalist, whatever it is, everybody asked the same 10 fucking can. Mm-hmm. Oh, how's camp? Oh, how's the weight yeah. cut? Oh, what do you think the best stylistic <laughs> advantage you have is? We've all heard it before. Give us the prediction. Right. Yeah. How, how are you going to finish him? No, let's have some <laughs> fun. Fuck it. And see, yeah, the thing I like is, though, I got to be careful about What's who I do that bit with. What's that? What? What's your game plan? It's my ultimate favorite. Right. Like, who yeah, the fuck like, asked that? Oh, right. Well, it gets asked at every press conference. <laughs> right. Someone's going to sit down and be like, I'm going to give you my intricate fucking yes, every yes. step of and my game plan. Every time. It's so the stupid. best was Nate Diaz. He's like, I'm going to hit him. Try not to get hit. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to hit him. I'm going to hit him more than he hits me. Hit get the bag. Get hit. It makes some Go money. Home. Smoke a blunt. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the plan if you can get it done. But yeah, dude, Maddie and I were talking about how I feel like a lot of the times you get more eyes on that featured prelim spot than you get on like the main card opener. Right. Yeah, There's no true. paywall. And I feel like a lot of people tuning in for, for that for that pay-per-view are, you know, they're tuning in for the call main, they're tuning in for the title fights for the main event. Like that first I feel like a lot of the times the first fight on a main card is a big like, oh, let me go take a piss before the real stuff happens, you know? Mm. I mean, fair assessment. Putting yeah. it on, the, I think there is something about putting it on the main event of the prelim that does give it almost sometimes more eyes than you would on the pay per view. And a lot of right. times, me personally, not for this fight because I'm going to be at Newark, but if I do this in person, please wake me up. I, I usually fall asleep after the prelims and then wake up and watch the main card in the morning for free. Uh, what time? So it's don't let me fall move. asleep. In Newark. So let me night. fall asleep and wake up in the theater. <laughs> oh, can I give a history? The history the last time I was in Newark at the Prudential Center? Please do. Do you remember this fight? Uh, Johnson. Uh... Last time we are at the Prudential Center. Anthony Johnson, Ryan Bader. Worst fight ever. Ben Rothwell, Josh Barnett were on the card. Just say Scarola, was it? No, no, no. Worse. Fran- Francis Lewis wasn't in All right, New York, Nick right? Nick Sarah. Oh, yeah. oh, I remember Never this. Remember. We put that out of the <laughs> Were you at this fight? We locked it in the vault. Harry? I was not I was not there, but I know the exact fight that you're talking oh about. So the and that's the same card. It was Kimbo Slice versus Josh Thompson the ear. Oh it was that, and it was and Nick had a fight which went horrible. The first <laughs> round he was on fire on this guy, and then he essentially sat down. Yeah, that's what he had. He had like a diabetic shock, and he just sat there, but he was in like you know, he was like this. And the ref's like, get up. He's like, no. And the ref's like, no, you have to get up. He's like, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> and they disqualified him. He's like, I'm staying here. Yeah, what, what do they call that? A timidity, refusal to engage? Mm-hmm. And Nick's there now having an argument. He's like, he's scared to come on the ground with me. He's timid. <laughs> That's a good come in my guard. It's a good spin zone. He's like, get between my legs, bro. <laughs> he's like, you don't want none of this. The guy's like, you're right. Because the first round, he was all over that dude on the back. Uma Plata's. I mean, he was throwing out kitchen sink at that dude. And uh, But yeah, and then the main event was that terrible uh, Josh Thompson and uh, Kimbo, where Kimbo got side control, was in side control bottom for two and a half rounds, and then got up, popped the dude's ear, and they were like, oh, it's over. <laughs> Josh that Thompson's like, right. I'm fine. Like, I actually am kind of all right. Josh Thompson was like, this is the best fight I've ever been in. <laughs> oh, Pretty bad. historic fight, though, for you to see Kimbo. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Now, how many people can say that they got to see Kimbo Slice compete professionally live? I seen him fight Josh Thompson. I seen him fight someone else. I'm trying to remember. If you it say Dada, if you say Dada, it doesn't count. <laughs> no, it's a. I think I might be putting it out of my memory. I think it might be Ken Shamrock. I'm wondering if I have one of uh, the fight cards that I saw possibly were you covering MMA in mm-hmm. 2007 yeah. 8 you were covering uh, well, uh, well differently but not like that no Wasn't not it? like you were in no. like 2016 no, no 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 so yeah so now we're back in Newark and uh, I'm looking for a better card than the last one I saw <laughs> hopefully listen fair I, I would have to say 
barring something horrible happening, you sh- you should be in good shape. If it was only Steamroller's fight and Aljo's fight, it's that's it. That's all I really need to watch. Exactly, exactly. But there, I mean, look, there's a couple other fun spots. Gilbert, I like Burns. Um, yeah, Burns Bilal is going to be fun. That's yeah, a fun a fight. fight. Props to fucking props to both of those guys. Both of those guys are realistically deserving of a title shot, but they said, fuck it. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's have some fun. I mean, that's always been the problem at 170 is all the guys up top refuse to fucking fight each other. So I'm all here for guys just staying active. Yeah, because it's five guys at the top and it's tough. It's a log jam. It's a log jam. Yeah. And how many times can Kamaru Usman fight Leon Edwards? Right. Or Colby Covington. Or Colby. I don't want to see, I don't like the, the instant rematch, I it made sense for Usman. Agree, agree. Mm-hmm. If you're a if you're a long reigning dominant champion, you deserve an instant rematch. You deserve absolutely. Yeah. Like that I was I was upset they never instant. gave Stipe. I thought Stipe deserved an, an immediate rematch after the Francis fight. I think so too. Especially considering that would have been that that would have sold itself. It's a trilogy. It's one to one. Like the that made match. no sense to me. Right. The rubber match always is like. Sells. Right, that makes sense, but I agree with you. Ali Frazier, the rubber match sells. Right, there's just too much. There's there's too much fucking. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like redundancy. You know yeah. what I mean? I rather uh, see those rematches almost without titles, so it doesn't right. jam up the title fight. Right, but yeah. I, I think whoever look wins at lightweight. Between, right, whoever wins between Bilal and Burns is a hundred times more deserving of a title shot than Kobe Covington or even Kamaru or anybody else in yeah. that division. I agree. Cause that eliminator that. is a, is a murderer's eliminator. That's a true number one contender fight. That's like how that's like, if you were making a, a tournament, that's like the true. Exactly. That and both of those guys have been active. Both of those guys are on nice winning streaks right now. Both like good games. It, I right. have to say burns the slicker on the ground. It makes sense. It makes sense. Right. It's like, but like, yeah, but Bilal's game is kind of built more around top pressure a little. He can get a little bit lay and pray, a little stally. But I will say, Lately to Bilal's not. credit, to Bilal's credit, his striking has looked very, very good in his last few fights. He looked great on the feet against Luke. He looked mm. great on the feet against Sean Brady. So it seems like he is making major improvements there. I'd like to see him win only because that. I thought he deserved a, ma- a rematch with Leon Edwards. I like do, but at the same time, man, Leon was tuning him up for a round and a half. I don't, I don't think, I don't think that one. If it was like super competitive or like, well, um, I'd like him to get the rematch as a title fight. Absolutely, I think that sells. He could win this one. You know that puts you, like you said, there's no doubt. Even if I was Colby Covington, I'd let you fight first. Right. It's like I mean, you'd have to be a fucking idiot to be like, no, that that guy isn't. That would be a great storyline. Right, worthy of like if you wrote it that he dropped that weird fight where he could have said, "Listen, I was just starting slow." Right, right, uh, and then you can also do like there's still fights for Colby out there. You can do Colby Hamzat. You could do Colby and Usman. Like there, I like there's Colby still Burns. fights. Yeah, I like Colby, Colby, Colby Burns. Burns. If if Bilal wins, like there, there are still Colby Burns if Colby loses. Right, exactly. Which I think stylistically, Leon Edwards is a great fight for Colby. I, I think personally, I, I it's crazy to me that Colby opened like on the hypothetical lines as like a minus two hundred favorite. I think Leon would fucking piece him up. I don't know. I think it's a bad fight for Leon stylistically. I think Leon's got great takedown defense, man. I mean, look at the last Usman fight. First guy to ever take uh, Usman down in the second fight. I, I think Leon's got some underrated grappling, some underrated TDD. I'll take side bets with you on that one. Okay. We're okay. the bookies' basement. When we when we get a little closer, we'll, we'll they're not my friends. Something, something. I I have a rule. I don't bet on my friends. That's right. That's right. But I got no rules about betting on so, anything else. So you're not going to be betting on the steamroller plus money this I week. I can't. Then. I promise the gods. No, I made a promise. I took an oath to okay. never bet on my friends again. After <laughs> after the Jay Haran incident. Yeah. <laughs> the infamous Jay Haran <laughs> GSP incident. He he, uh, he gave me a nice little comment on my uh, <laughs> my stuff. <laughs> we trained together so much. That fucking dude's a solid dude, man. Let me mm. tell you, Jay Haran is one of the unsung heroes of Long Island MMA. Bro, we we got to get him on to fucking talk I'll about ask him, yeah, we get him on and just talk about the old. Oh no, the fucking movie he's in. Right, Roadhouse. Right, he's, he's starring in a movie with fucking Connor. Yeah. Connor, Connor Gyllenhaal and Jay Haran. What the fuck? <laughs> and Jay Haran is the villain. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
who made out? I don't know. I think he might of all crew. Did he make out the best? I would imagine he's getting a fucking bag for I'm, that shit. He's got to be getting at least two fifty k, maybe more. Oh, at least. Yeah, I, I would. Get and then what about more. a lame boy for a Hollywood movie like that? Yeah, I mean, like that's, that's, that's a blockbuster production. Yeah, Connor's getting. I mean, you got Jake Gyllenhaal, who's like an actual actor. You know, who's been. Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal is an A lister. You know what I mean? And then you got Conor McGregor, who in his right is a superstar. An A list celebrity. Exactly. There, there's big names in that movie, and there's something. And Jay Haran. Yeah. Look, I would be money. shocked. That's money. I would be shocked if Haran is walking away with less than half a mil. I hope so. I, 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 that like kid works hard. And shit like that. Right? Yeah. Then yeah. yeah exactly. You, you know, he was a stuntman for like ten years. That's hard work. Oh, that's huge. Right, you but, that, but see, that factors in too. He's that, not just a guy absolutely. that they pulled off the street. He's got experience. He's fucking. Well, yeah, like, isn't is... he? Wouldn't he be uh, not sag or what? Uh... He might be in SAG. He might yeah. be in SAG. I yeah, think it's kinda, like SAG. If you're after. working in that, you have to kind of one of them. There's some union that's like a combination of like SAG and then like yeah, the stunt and behind the scenes yeah. people. I'm sure he's unionized. Yeah. See, um, but yeah, great for Jay Haran. I'll hit him up. I'll see if uh, he wants to shoot the shit. That'd be fun. Catch up. He has any clip of him like falling into like cardboard boxes or like a glass bottle smashed <laughs> over his head? When he first started to learn how to be a stuntman, yeah, and he, yeah, I, yeah. I, I love that shit. The like WWE stuff. style, uh, break, breaking the big fluorescent <laughs> light bulbs. That is true. You could say WWE is like live Hollywood or Broadway. Yeah, I, it's a I soap opera you. as well. It's, it's definitely a soap opera. If you look at the way they run that shit, that is a soap opera. It started as one, probably. Before, you know, like all the, well, not oh my God. the 80s, I the 80s is super soap opera-ish and the 90s is great, but I love yeah. it. And now it's actually, you know what? The girl stuff is good. The girls like pull the storyline better than the guys. Now the girl division was always like frilly for right. the WWE. And now they actually, cause Charlotte's a good athlete and they got Ronda Rousey. I just watched uh, a biography of Charlotte versus Ronda and it was good. Interesting. Yeah, and they throw on a lot of good catch wrestling moves. I was like, oh, this is entertain- an entertaining match. I don't know if you ever seen Ric Flair's do- daughter, Charlotte. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a fucking athlete. Dude, look, girl- it's, uh, a buddy of mine, I, I did a show a, a couple of years ago with a friend of mine called Fake Fight, Real Fight, where we kind of compared and contrasted uh, you know, professional wrestling and, and professional fighting. You know what I mean? Just kind of... Uh, how a lot of MMA comes from those original uh, catch wrestling stuff and going back to like Bigfoot and Noki and all those guys, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? So there, there's so much history there. There's so much like cohesion there, but yeah, I mean, it's like at the end of the day, like, sure. I know people's complaint. It's fake. It's scripted, blah, blah, blah. Like, these guys are still incredible athletes. And you, you, you go try and go do what some of these guys do. Injuries. Yeah. yeah. Get really fucking hurt. So, you know, people die. Fades, hustling. But what? People die wrestling. Look at Owen Hart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, who was the guy? Was it not Draws or Eddie Guerrero? The guy that got mm, that was really sad. Chris Benoit? Uh no, I can't remember his name. It was he broke his neck during one of the draws or something like that. And then the other Was one, it Draws? I think so. Did Draws break his neck? I think he might be right. One of them did. And I, yeah. I remember it. And then there was uh which of the heart uh <gasps> Owen Hart. Oh, and hard. The they, they were lowering him into the ring as the blue blazer. I will never forget. I was blazer. watching that shit. I wasn't there for Me it. Me too. I was watching it on TV, and I'm like, "Did that guy just die?" I looked at my stepdad. I'm like, "Did he just die?" I was yeah. freaked out. <laughs> it was scary because they cut to black. I really freaked out. You just see him fall into the ring, yeah. and they cut to black. Yeah, that was a rough one. I remember that yeah. one. Speaking of death and uh, fighting or real fighting, did you guys see the New York Post headline? With the guy on the subway. Oh, oh God. Yeah. I'm not doing this discourse. I have no yeah. interest in this discourse. I can agree. I can almost agree with Harry on this one. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. Oh, wait. Happened. I feel like I, I just called the headline. I don't think we should categorize that in what we do. Correct. Yeah. I have no interest in that. Nobody is turned to it again to this show to hear our takes on, on things like that. If someone wants our opinion, <laughs> yeah, really they would have asked us about it. <laughs> right. Right. Listen, you all have our, our social media. You all have us on Twitter and Instagram. You want our thoughts. Our, our DMs are always open. I that's, tell you that's what, not what the show is about. about. How I feel about stuff that I did not cover. Listen, the, that's not a very, uh, we do fighting and we do comedy. That is not very comedic. No. <laughs> Agreed. 
moving on. We got a lot of fights to talk about, guys. We, yeah, we haven't even touched on Funk event. yet. Yeah. So let's see Harry's interview with Matt Frivola. Oh, then we got to answer this question. This is important. I want everybody to have an answer for this question after this clip. I have my answer. Ten Hezbollah-sized Mike Perry's or three Mike Perry-sized Hezbollah's? Okay, so does the Mike Perry-sized Hezbollah know how to fight? He's Hezbollah. He's got the same proportions, the same everything. He's just Mike Perry-sized. <laughs> and then the, the little the uh, Mike Perry-sized Hezbollah's. <laughs> they got know- that dog in them. The Hezbollah-sized Mike Perry's are coming for blood. But they're like, they're like, but they're, they're but they're little critters. <laughs> Dude, I think I, bro, I got I gotta fight the the Mike Perry Hezbollah size. The, 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 the little Mike Perry's, little Mike Oh, the Perry. little Mike Perry's. Okay, I uh, see. I thought I I really thought you were gonna go the other way with that one. Just because I, I mean, maybe you got it in my head about spinning back kicking a toddler, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> true, uh, that's true. I mean, listen, if you if you time it right, you're clearing punch. out like. Oh, I just punt them. Right, that's what I'm saying. If you have one <laughs> big roundhouse kick, you might be able to clear out three or four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> all right, yeah, but all those right. like Perry's that. got that dog in them. <laughs> That's the thing. I was really expecting Maddie to go the other way with it. I feel like it would be much easier. <laughs> That's right, Freddie. I think it would be much easier to take down three Mike Perry size Hezbollahs with his like goofy ass proportions than it would be like, bro, 10, 10 little Mike Perry's could overwhelm me. I feel like. Wait, I thought it was 10 Hezbollah sized Mike Perry's. Correct. Correct. 10 little Mike Perry's or three giant Hezbollahs. Oh, I thought it was 10 giant Hezbollahs. I would no. still fight 10 giant Hezbollahs over three Mike, little Mike Perry's. Wow. Because wow. so that you're, little you're, Mike Perry, you're going to drop him, and he's going to, once he is conscious, he's going to get back up. Plus, he has all the fighting skills of Mike, Mike Perry. And Mike Perry is actually an extremely underrated grappler. That's true. Good jits. Underrated jits. So he's going to wind up. And if, if they one of those on little fuckers gets on your back, it's going to get real annoying. And the other little fucker is going to be punching you in the face. It's and they're at, they're, at, they're at perfect ditch, dick punching height, too. Straight <laughs> right. Straight in the dick and balls. And I don't like fighting guys shorter than me. <laughs> we know this. This is true. So I'll fight the 10 giant size. I'll even make them giant. I'm with you though. Give me give me the three Mike Perry sized Hasbulas. I think I could easily dispatch three large Hasbulas. Ten ten small Mike Perry's, bro. Ten Mike Perry's, you ain't winning. That's what I'm saying. Bro, each one of them, like, all right, if we have ten of them, two each grab one of my legs, right? That's four of them. I'm I'm having trouble moving now. You know what I mean? My mobility. Right, my mobility is compromised. Two more of them jump up on my back and my arms. That that takes us to six. There's still four. There's six Mike Perry's on me, and there's still four left to just roam and beat the fuck out of me. And if they get you to the ground, if they can take your legs out from under you and trip you, it's curtains. It's over. They, they yeah. can't generate. Oh, so you're talking about like street fight death, like eye poking and gouges. Bare knuckle rules. Bare knuckle rules. But also bare knuckle MMA rules. I'll take the UFC one. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Manable. UFC one. Paris. I mean, the Hasbro definitely generate more power than the Perrys. You're taking the mini Perrys. Yeah, man. Think about it. He, he believes in his roundhouse kick, too. Okay. <laughs> Five, ten. Yeah, we're doing tornado kicks for days. <laughs> the Raymond Daniels uh, 720 hook. We should practice this at Sarah's tomorrow. I like this. Let's get we a bunch of guys to just be on their knees. <laughs> and we can emulate this. We can we can scientifically test this. Oh my <laughs> god. If on like the Saturday or the Sunday, oh, you I have test multiple that every kids. time I'm there. <laughs> what with the kids class? Yeah, you're like, all right, kids, I need you to all attack me at once. And it's just- everybody, kids, headgear on. <laughs> It cuts and then it blacks and then it comes back. And animals like in fighter stance and they're all like holding their heads. Oh. All I know is Ke- every time I look over, Carrie's beating up a 15 year old who tried to go hard with her. <laughs> <laughs>
She's like, bitch, I'm trying to do the technique. Every time there's a young girl that comes to be like, oh, they go hard with me. I'm like, why? Don't make me do this. I think it's an interesting question, though. It's an interesting question. You'll you'll have to listen to the rest of the interview at uh, thebookiesbasement.com if you want to hear the other two Harry Torrible hypotheticals, one of which is about on the same level, one of which is much, much, much worse. Oh, nice. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll listen in for Harry's hypothetical. I, I had to apologize before I asked the question. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. Oh, the other one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, not I'll this listen, question. I'll listen. Well, I'll <laughs> fill listen in. I'll do that on my drive. I, 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 I want to know what it is. <laughs> I think that se- it, it involved Matt sucking his dad's dick. Um, Ew. But I think that segment. I, I don't even that... want to think about Sal's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, really I said, I'm so sorry, Sal. I ended it with, I'm so sorry, Sal. Speaking of that, I, I just want to let you know right now that you're sucking I'm my dick. I'm going to do my best to sneak into Sal's suite. This ain't a free ride. What's the matter okay. with you? No, no, no. I'm telling you, listen, I will split the ride to there, but once we get in, it's up to you to get in with me like if i'm climbing up some shit that you gotta you know what i'm saying like there's i can't I carry like bull, it. i feel like the bulldozer is gonna like, welcome any and all comers <laughs> yeah but what if we can't get up to that spot i might have to climb up there mm, i see i see if, i might if, have to get the batarang you got an usher who takes his job a little too seriously scaling the scaffold animal got on tv yeah, there you go. I made UFC. But meanwhile, <laughs> something that blew my fucking mind this week: Aljo is currently the underdog against Cejudo. I saw that. No, it's fucking crazy, dude. He is it's Cejudo. Cejudo minus one twenty. I guess. I guess Aljo even money. That's crazy to me, dude. Crazy. I, mean, I guess because Cejudo was a thirty-five. I guess because Cejudo has the win over Marias. Which didn't age Dude. well at all. No, no, it didn't <laughs> age well at all. And then, I mean, bro, like if you look at Henry Cejudo's resume, you have, uh, yes, Marlon Moraes. That was a good win at the time. I at understand the time, that was a very it good didn't win. age well at the time. That was a very good win. Marlon was absolutely one of the top three bantamweights yes. in the world. Not going to take that. He was away. winning that fight too, Marlon. He was. He was. Number two. Dom Cruz off a four-year layoff after massive injuries. Blah 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 blah. Not that impressive to me. Number three, skeletal TJ Dillashaw, who had absolutely zero business cutting down to 125 and just did not belong in the cage with him. So Skeletor. He looked like Skeletor. He look Bro, he looked right. bad. He looked he sucked hurt. out. Like, he looked like And you know what's funny? Like how Conor McGregor looked really bad when he dropped all that. He Right. Like McGregor when McGregor looked sickly. Like you look sickly. at those old McGregor featherweight like, cuts. Yeah, the Why McGregor. Would you do that to yourself? Featherweight oh. cut, he was sickly. But TJ, you know. Henry Cejudo weighed more on the day of the fight than TJ in that 25-pound fight? That's crazy. I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, because TJ was on fucking EPO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he couldn't put the weight back on. He's on Ex- EPO. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Henry Cejudo knows how to cut weight. Right. Uh, I just don't Henry think... Cejudo, to me, is the best 125-er. I agree. Well, no. well I was about to say Mighty Mouse. And also, for the record, that's another big, big notch on Cejudo's resume. He lost that fight. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That was a robbery. Mighty Mouse won that I fight. I don't know if it was a robbery, but I gave it to Mighty Mouse. In my book, that's a robbery. I think a lot of Cause people Because Mighty Mouse was the defending reigning champ, too. Right, right. I don't, great... I don't think that's a hot take by any means. No, I gave it to Mighty Mouse, too. Yeah, so it's like, you know what I mean? Every good win on Cejudo's resume, you can find an asterisk there. So, And I will I... tell you this right now. You already know this to be true. That when Aljo beats him, they're already gonna make excuses. He didn't fight for a few years. A hundred. You know. He wasn't a hundred percent. You know what? He had an injury that he was healing up. Right. Yeah, an injury. It actually really reminds me of the second McGregor um, Poirier fight, right? Mm-hmm. Where Connor was coming off of what was it? A, t- a two, almost three year layoff. Meanwhile, Dustin yeah. is continuously getting better, yep. continuously fighting the best guys in the world, yep. improving his game. Connor came in and just looked completely overwhelmed and outworked. It's yep. the same thing to me. I think there's a lot of parallels there. Aljo has been fighting and training with the best guys in the world nonstop. I know Cejudo stays busy. I know he's got fight ready out there in Arizona. It's but not the same when you coach and when you train. There's bro. a big difference between train, coaching and training. You see camp. when I train for a competition? Right. 
And when I coach, these are two different worlds. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. These are not even the same league, right? To cap, it's like, I would have no problem if the line was close. You know what I mean? Even if it was flipped, if it was Aljo minus 120 and and Henry at at even money, I think Aljo should be the favorite. It's crazy to me that he's not. I think Mm -hmm. that is a crazy, crazy plus EV spot if you're a better. Dillashore should have never even fought. So I Right, but that's not Aljo's fault. That's not Aljo's fault. He beat the guy they put in front of him. And everyone fights hurt. Right. But, dude, yeah. I mean, you look at somebody was trying to tell me yesterday that they didn't think Aljo had a very good resume. And I was like, dude, that's fucking bullshit. That's so stupid. Like, yes, okay. You can, you obviously, the first Jan fight, sure. He was not winning that fight before the DQ. I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. Jan, too, was Let's a pitcher. Let's back it up. Corey Sandhagen. We haven't seen a single fighter in the UFC dominate Corey Sandhagen the way that Aljo did. Then the first Sean fight, listen, it is what it is. Although I told you, watch it again with no commentary. Aljo was looking the worst for wear, but Jan was also. Uh, sure. And even if we want to back it up before that, Pedro Munoz and Jimmy Rivera were great wins at the time too. Pedro Munoz at the time he fought him was vying for a title shot. He, he was, was top gonna, five. Yeah, he was top five. When, <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I believe Jimmy Rivera was like seven or eight. Yes. So... And even Pedro Munoz is still fighting, but you know, Aljo derailed the guy. Right. And uh, I mean, his resume is good. And beating Cejudo will really cap it off. The big one. I don't think there's any other challenge for him. It's it's just crazy to me to look at the guy with the the longest winning streak in bantamweight history. Yes, I know that includes the Yan Ni, the DQ. I don't fucking care. Suck my dick. Whatever. You have to have it. You have to win on a DQ. It's the old pro wrestler thing. Right, so you know it's still a win. A win is a win. Whatever. So in pro yep, wrestling, I agree with that statement. So listen, in pro wrestling, the win doesn't change. They shouldn't have given the belt though. For no, no, hold on. Listen, I'm gonna pissed. tell you why you have to. In pro wrestling, in order for you a champ to keep the belt, if you get DQ'd, you don't lose the belt. So anytime the champ is gonna get is gonna lose, he just pokes you in the fucking eye, and he gets DQ'd, and I keep my belt. This is why the belt has to change hands on a DQ. Or else whenever it gets close to me losing my belt, I DQ you, and now I keep my belt. So the belt That's has correct. to change hands on a DQ. So you, you think that that rule would incentivize d- defending champions to foul if they felt they were losing a fight? Fuck yeah. People covet the belt. Like they're dragons on a horde. Not I'm wrong. telling you, they will fucking poke That's an interesting the- perspective, man. John Jones. I like that. I see your You point. tell me John Jones will not poke a motherfucker in the eye. Oh, he will. He'll do anything. He pokes him in the eye and fucking put out it. He'll hit a hooker. Yeah. What? But like, Ike, I, 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 see, I, see like, your, I see I see your point too, though, Ike, where like, I, I, I do see why like on a DQ or a no contest, the belt should not be able to change. It should just be vacated. But yes, to Manimal's oh, point, you don't, you don't want to incentivize it. I think that would be the proper solution, in my opinion. Because uh, then I, I'm not incentivized to foul the guy. Exactly. I no contest. Like picking on Aljo. No, right. It's bullshit to give Aljo shit for, for getting fouled. Nobody like, listens the to the story. He said he was back at his Vegas house. Uh, I think Billy Q or somebody put the belt on him. And he, I was back was, there. Oh. so <laughs> I was at the, house, at the house. What happened? When Aljo came back, you know, he was feeling like shit, dude. He, he, you know, anyone that says the knee wasn't hard, like, dude, the fucking knee was hard. Like, Aljo was, did it look like he was acting? Because he was, like, feeling like, fuck, I got fucked up from this thing, and now I can't go on. So, like, this is my dream to get the title. So, the emotions playing out there, guys that have never even played a fucking game of checkers are criticizing the highest high and lowest low of a professional athlete at the highest level. So, whatever. But uh, when Aljo came back to the house, everyone wanted to put the fucking belt on him. We were like, yo, that's our boy. No matter how it went, a win's a win, and we're proud of him. So, everyone was looking to put the belt on him. I don't know who exactly did but everyone wanted him to take... Everyone wants to see the belt. People covet the fucking thing. Everyone, Marab especially... Not Marab especially, but Marab's his homie. He's like, yo, take the belt out. Right? Let's take the fucking belt out. Everyone wants to see the belt. And then get put on him. Right? Dude, I mean, everyone wants to see you with the belt. They're like, dude, you won. I know it isn't the way you wanted, but fuck, celebrate. So that's where that was. And then we watched the fight again with Aljo. So right after uh, Aljo came back, after like five minutes, I think he ate a little something and he was like, let's watch the fight. And we watched it with Aljo 
And uh, that was really interesting, actually, to watch the fight with Aljo right after the fight at his house. That was, well, you know. What'd you pick up on it? Were you like from him? Or was he just like. Just oh, in- you know oh, what? So certain like, things you don't realize that sucked. So I told you fighting's a little psychedelic sometimes. So sometimes you think you're doing something really good and you're actually not. You're whiffing. And he was like, I just see when you see him throw this kick, throwing the spin in, uh, like back elbow. He was like, like, you know, like in your head, I know it's like in your head, you thought you were whiffing that. He was doing Wing Chun, like Jackie Chan. (laughs) In his head, he was like, I'm going to fucking crack that dude with it. And then in reality, it was whiffing. And you can't tell that sometimes. And when you see it, you're like, you know, it's right. But hey, like going too fast out the gate, you can you can tell what a guy's picking up, like of rewatching. So that was actually really, and we had like thirty people at Aljo's house. And and listen, he Are made the adjustment party for this one. He abandoned the spinning stuff. Oh, the after party. That's right. See, he instantly abandoned it. No, in the first round of the first fight, he threw way too much spinning shit. It gassed him out. None of it was connecting. It fucked up his range. Second yeah, fight, he said, "Fuck it, let's keep it simple." That's 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 the difference between the goods and the greats. Making those adjustments. He made the adjustments. He didn't say I'm going to keep fighting the same way. He was exactly. Because you could be like, no, I was just talking. Easier fight for yourself. Hmm? I said, get better, learn from the first fight, make the second fight an easier fight for yourself. Which it was way easier, right? Instead of trying to force the takedown, he was like, I'm just going to take his back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, it's madness that he's an underdog. Insane. Uh, Insane. That's going to be any other uh, good fights on that card you want to go over? Any girl fights on that card? Cron Gracie returns. Cron Gracie. What the fuck? The last I heard, the the last last I heard was Cron Gracie was. I'm I'm not lying. I'm not exaggerating at all. He was living in Montana, running running a jujitsu gym in a small town in the fucking mountains somewhere. (laughs) That's some samurai shit. Like yeah, yeah, literal. Like basically, uh, American Yuri Prohaska. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming. (laughs) <laughs> Still, Ray and I agree with Ray. I was oh. like, Ray, is there any guy in the UFC? Uh, he's like, you know what? He's like, I think you'd beat Cron Gracie. <laughs> oh. Hey, Madamal, I think you'd beat Chase Hooper. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think uh, that. I think that. I believe that wholeheartedly. I'm not on a that. really good night. Cub Swanson, <laughs> he has a perfect style. I got to be all over that dude. Yeah, yeah, I could get him to the ground. I like your chances, even just against the cage. I know I'm way stronger than that dude. That's facts. That's facts. It, but, that's a fact. I know it. He's a whole lot longer. I can definitely see you trying to. I know the deal. I can see you trying to close the difference and just bubbing. <laughs> yeah, and that could happen. But also, my head could be in his face. And then he's gonna be oh, getting dragged to the ground. He's like, I hate this fucking hairy dude with hair in his face and fucking this uh. little fucking Ewok guy. Yeah, had to sneak in a had to sneak in a Star Wars reference on May Fourth, right? May 4th, I know. T- Kerry had two great May Fourth ones: one promoting May Fourth, and one saying "Shut the fuck up." About well, May 4th. one for people that love it. And one for me that isn't like I don't really care too much. Like, does it? Oh, listen, I favorite. don't care. It just set up a joke. Well, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm crying. Really good meme. Oh, you I know mean, what? Look, I did it's, a, it's a it's a Hallmark holiday. They get to sell a bunch of merch and shit. Actually, I did do something cool for my birthday on Saturday. I hiked in Bear Mountain in the fucking pouring rain to go to this waterfall. Took a gram and a half of mushrooms. Fucking <laughs> hiked seven miles in the pouring rain. Got to my underwears, jumped in the waterfall, really enjoyed the experience, then put my soaking wet clothes back on and hiked nice. two miles back. So that was nice. And ice cream. As soon as we finished, I was with eight people, and uh, they're like, oh, fuck, what do you want to do? I was like, dude, I really mammal. want... Huh? That sounds lovely. I was like, I really want ice cream. And we went to this like hometown ice cream shop, and the ice cream was off the charts, but we spent like 200 bucks on ice cream. Nice. We were like, nice. one dude was like, I'm going to get like a Sunday now. He's like, give me a pint to go. <laughs> you see this shit? You look fucking phenomenal. Like, I, I, think I know. Like, yeah. You don't look like out. a guy who's eating $200 worth of ice cream. I didn't. Like, I ate my ice cream. <laughs> but I also hiked like, seven and a half miles in the pouring rain. I dude, brought I, uh, like, what? 
I, I took some very good shrooms a couple of weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. I spent about an hour and a half just laying out back in my yard, watching the dog frolic around in, in the flowers, had the time wow. of my life. And then I came in and I watched the second half of Avatar 2. And I it was it was just such a lovely afternoon. That That's like great. the best to watch when you're high. But being outside is very visually stimulating. Oh, being out exactly. Being outside was great, but I just felt like I was like, okay, I gotta switch it up now. You know what I mean? I got you. Know it's really nice the beach. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That, one of my favorite trips ever was July Fourth, like a few years ago. I got a buddy who lives like uh, he lives in Atlantic Beach, like literally right on the beach, like a like a fifty foot walk maybe. And yeah, we each just dropped like an eighth and just walked down to the beach and just like melted into the sand for six yeah. hours. Love that. Hear the waves. Yes. Oh no, wait. What? One more fight th before we get completely off the rails on drug talk here. Because <laughs> I know we can sit here and do that all night. Yes, I'm excited about this one card this weekend. <laughs> what do we got? Mighty Mouse? No. Yeah. My, the headliner is the trilogy. Mighty Mouse, Adrian, And my homeboy's fighting on that card. Nice. Tarzan. 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 Uh, his real name is Ariel. Who, Let me who, is, who is that? Hold on, I Why can't. Am I, blanking? I can't remember his last name. He's a character. I think it's part of the uh, Disney universe. No, no, no. Tarzan's his nickname. But hold on, let me see what his actual. We got we got Rod Tang fighting the WBC. Oh, Animal's friends with Tarzan. Yeah, of course he is. Naturally, <laughs> we got we got Stamp Fairtex. It's gonna be a fun card. Ariel Maru Sexton. I I have deep combat sports brain poisoning, and I cannot tell you I've ever heard that name before. In no, my life. it's me. Like if you didn't know me, you wouldn't know me. Right, like as a or... combat sports fan. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't know. Yeah, I feel you. I get that. It, so Ariel uh, Tarzan's my boy. He fights for one. The way like I fight for Bellator. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, but he's fighting on the card. So, so this he's my age. So he's looking for this to be his last MMA fights, his last five on the one contract. So I'm praying to the gods of war to bring that home for him. Hell yeah. But yeah, we got we got a Mikey Musumechi submission grappling championship. The we pizza got... boy. I like that kid, man. He's fun. He said that he does best when his whole camp is pizza. That's very funny. <laughs> he was That's like, I had a nutritionist. Funny. Did you see that oh, interview? The the do with Rogan. I think you he know he would, they like just stopped him at like the airport and they're just talking to him. And he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, I tried having a nutritionist and he's like, I felt like crap. He's like, but with pizza, I won the world. He's like, and I won <laughs> the one thing. Listen, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. He needs pizza. He needs the carbs. He's if like, man needs pizza. He he can hold the Did you guys see Francis Ngannou's, uh 20 okay. million? Let oh, me no 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 no. Let me provide some. Let you me provide some present, Harry has the inside the story. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ike. Let me, but let me fill in some dots here. Allegedly, Francis already has an agreement in principle with another promotion. So Chatri, to save some face, basically did the "You're not breaking up with me. I'm breaking up with you." Mm -hmm. So he did the "Oh, you're signing somewhere else." Well, guess what? One is no longer interested. Yeah, I got you. Okay, that's fair. Um, so you have the inside scoop. How's PFL looking? I don't listen. I don't have any inside information there. I personally believe, based on stuff that, it's not smart for him to do five fights for a million dollars. No, no. I, I think he would probably open with their new pay per view thing that they're doing. Yeah, and he would also get fifty fifty split with them. The big thing with PFL is they would let him box, and that is apparently a mandatory requirement of his um of, of his contract, is he wants to be able to box. So because if he gets set up have... a Tyson Fury fight, that's thirty mil. Exactly, and they also have Jake Paul on their roster. So my guess, my guess, and again, to the people. To the fucking lawyers out there at PFL, none of this is information I am privy to because of my freelance work there. Do not sue me. I am not breaking any NDA or non-disparagement. No this is purely conjecture. I believe Francis will sign with PFL, probably do a pay-per-view, one of the super pay-per-view fights before uh, doing a season. 
then he will fight on the next Jake Paul boxing card after this Nate Diaz fight. Give him tomato and, cans. Let him like go three and oh, four and oh, and then the Fury fight. Right. That or, or yeah, or they'll do that. But either way, his the way that his contract will be structured, that million dollar championship isn't gonna mean shit for him because he's gonna. I mean, Kayla Harrison, uh, Anthony Pettis for them was getting seven hundred fifty flat per fight. So that million dollar fucking championship wow. didn't mean shit to him. He's getting seven hundred fifty a pop no matter what. Kayla was right below that at like six hundred. These mm-hmm. are from when they fought Crazy in California. They're giving them. I know it's it's insane. It's, it's insane, insane buddy. Because that's what really I think. Personally, I think steamrollers should be like he should be getting that. And I said a- the same thing to him, bro. He <laughs> he could legitimately win that lightweight tournament. Yeah, I know yeah, he wants and- to be in the UFC. Obviously, the UFC is the way to go. But yo, like OAM, yeah, he could legitimately yeah. like. I see who wins it. I said that a while ago, dude. OAM is a good fighter. Frivola could beat OAM. Ooh, yeah, that. they're about. Oh, I would say they're similar mil. rankings if they were in the UFC. I would agree. I would agree. They're both right around that so 20, yes, 20-ish range. What's that, Adam? You get paid the whole way through, too. Yeah, you do. Exactly. It's not like yeah. you only get paid well at the mill. Exactly. exactly. If you Aspen lag, you get two fifty, which right, is to me I'm the saying. most hurtful signing ever. Dude, I had I had Elena Kolesnik on a couple of weeks ago, the the Ukrainian girl who beat Aspen Lad in, in her yeah. last fight, and she was just like, at one point, she was just like, yeah, you know what? It killed me to miss weight, not just because like that was money out of my family back home in Ukraine's mouths and and all of that and the disappointment in that, but it killed me to to have to give twenty percent of my purse to somebody who's making, you know, five times what I'm making. Yeah, yeah. and that girl was probably making like twenty grand. A little more than that. Okay, let's say 50. All right. Still five times more. And now you take 20% of that girl's purse. And now you take the taxes out. Exactly, man. You know, it adds up. So, But you know what? She missed weight against the girl that always misses weight. Yeah, which is ironic. irony. Very ironic. Irony always wins. So when things happen, if it's ironic, it's probably true. It's yeah. like yeah, this girl missed weight to a girl that never fucking made weight in her life. Yeah. <laughs> but so, all right. Literally does anybody like else that. have a Francis Ngannou prediction? Because but, that that's wait. my official prediction. PFL. Yeah, I think he boxes. PFL and get it boxing. out of his system. And then the John Jones saying that he's going to retire after oh, Stipe sure. if he doesn't get the Francis fight. I think it will all come back around. He'll be fighting Francis next year. Let Francis do three or four fights in boxing. You think he's back in the UFC next year? Hmm. Yes. Back in the UFC next year. Yeah. Do you I, think he competes in MMA before, like outside the UFC? I think just boxing and then jumps into MMA. Wow. Really? I think he's going to compete on the PFL pay per view too. I agree. Box, but I agree with Ike on that one. Wind up back in the UFC within two years. I just think, I think the guy's really a, I think he's a principal guy. I think he won't work with Dana and the UFC again out of principle. Dana could get fired. That's, yeah good point you never know you never know what things are going to look like a few years from now but i don't know if things are as is if it's you know yeah, if it's can... still hunter campbell and fucking mick and sean shelby and dana and those are the guys i could see i could definitely see francis stick into his guns and say fuck it i heard fuck. i don't know if you can confirm this that francis also in his contract stipulates that the guy he fights has to make a certain amount so that was presented in a very Chatri presented that in a very Chatri way. What Francis was negotiating for actually was a, a minimum for his opponents to make. He was yeah. negotiating so that his opponents wouldn't be underpaid. That's you see what happens sometimes. You get a guy gets half a mil and his opponent gets paid like 20 grand. Right. Yeah. So they made right. They made it sound like it was like, oh, he's negotiating a purse split. It was not a purse split. He was trying to negotiate a floor for his opponents. That's fucking like solidarity, that. baby. Yeah, I, I like that. that. No, that's what I'm a saying. Lot. I like that. He's yeah. like, because that's how it works in most things. It's like this guy gets 70 30 or whatever it it's is. It's collective so, bargaining. Oh, I know mm-hmm. what you're getting. We provide the same service at a similar level. I should be entitled to that. Yeah, I have to be your opponent. I deserve right. Like if I don't show up, you need a dance partner. Absolutely, I understand. And Ganu's the bigger draw, but yeah, it's fair to have a nice little split like that. Yeah, so I think I think that I is like a great thing split. for the sport. I I hope that guys at the top of the sport adopt that practice. I yeah. think that would be great for the sport. I agree. Uh, anything you want to talk about? Probably should be ready to wrap it up. 
Man, I wanted to see Bryce Mitchell versus uh, – What is that guy? Moslar. And ha- Movzar Ivalyev. Samo guy, 15-1. And, of course, Bryce is a nasty jiu-jitsu guy. Would have been a uh, card. I heard through the grapevine that Movsar Ivalyev turned down Dennis from as an opponent from the UFC. Dennis was uh, reportedly offered. Yeah, Bazooka mm, was, really? was, was offered that Movsar fight, accepted it. Movsar turned it down. Really? Oh, that's straight from the horse's mouth. That's from Dennis. So does that mean Dennis is in the UFC? Like if no. freaking... he's on call. Like he's in the he's in the reserves. He's short yeah, I like that the reserves. <laughs> he's in the reserves. He's short in notice. The army, baby. Like and then they give you two fights. If you step up on short notice for them, no matter how it goes, they'll give you one more fight. Right. If you have a good agent, you'll get a four fight deal out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yo, I'm out here that's like really trying crazy, to fight, man. In moment, trying to fight, man, and I want to fight me. Stand man, and these guys don't want to fight me. <laughs> Yeah, but yo, I, yeah, I don't know who this Diego Lopez kid that they got to Shipkey. replace him. Huh? Shipkey? Is that what they say, the Albanians? Shipkey? Shipe? 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 Me a pitch? Shipe? I was like, what does that mean? Like, fuck people up? And they're like, no, yeah. it just means Albania. Oh, Harry yeah, would it means be like brother. If it meant make yeah, the like, like brother, that? like countryhood or whatever. You'd see Harry with the turban if it meant making the sale. Nah, Harry's coming really out with right. the Albanian flag. Dana White, when he's in the Abu Dhabi, he's like, yeah. yeah. Listen, at Dennis's last ROC title fight, he, he gave me and my, my former co-host Ross honorary Albanian citizenship for the night. We, and we were honorary. Al- we he is. Honorary he is. leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Did, uh, we got really black. Hat? Yeah, we got really dark hair and goatees and Slavic accents. I should say I'm Albanian, so I'll actually have people watch my shit. <laughs> you see how they support? Bro, they them. ride. They ride for their guys. I no, they ride that. for their guy like he's literally fucking going to war. Better than when guys go to war. Out, fucking Dennis Bazooka fights in ring of combat. He sells Yo, tickets. Steve Cohen's wife just followed me on Instagram. Who's like Steve the Cohen? Owner, the owner of the Mets. Oh, because the steamroller. Yeah. See the steamroller connection, baby. Nice. Holy shit. It's good to be, it's good to know the king. No, I'm just kidding. That's fucking crazy. Love like you, Maddie. The Twitter, uh, the Twitter badges. I have to like go to people's profile now to see if they're like a real athlete. Oh, should I pay eight dollars? Then I can be a real athlete. Yeah, right. It's a fucking Netflix subscription. The fucking literally now it's just a subscription. You you made it worse. You made it going backwards now. It's like you were supposed to like signify the difference between the New York Times. It's the the stupidest fucking fucking thing in the world. It's the stupidest thing in the world. He's literally speed running, losing forty million dollars. It's fucking awesome. It's whatever. Do whatever you want. But um, oh, I think it's really if you wanted to make it open you would have think you would have a better process but whatever i don't also, know replies I on twitter me, are destroyed I had the money to buy it i would reply sections are destroyed if you if you click on a tweet every reply is from guys who pay for the blue check so it's not like the top or the best replies that you see mm-hmm. it's like it's like a guy named like tony mcboney six seven four seven but he- uh, and he's he paid eight bucks. Right, he paid eight bucks, and and he's posting just like, yeah, I think uh, I think Puerto Rican guys shouldn't be alive. I don't know. <laughs> and that's that's the first thing you see. It's fucking crazy, man. Terrible uh, website. Well, Online is the worst. Trying to do it myself, but if anyone wants to has an alternative social media platform, I'm open. What's this blue sky thing? I have no problem with the gram. What's this blue sky thing? I keep Blue hearing Sky. about this. It's like I think it's like Jack Dorsey, the guy who founded Twitter, made a new Twitter, basically. Blue Sky, which is very, very funny that Elon didn't think to negotiate a fucking non-compete into his forty-four million dollar uh, purchase. Like Jesus Christ, you'd think there would be a stipulation. I don't that... think he cares if he has competition. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm just. Uh, I guess. I know. I really don't. Is yeah, he competition's good for a real capitalist? Fuck. And he really don't give a fuck about anybody's, you know, what anybody thinks about the He doesn't care. To, to a person with a real, with that, <laughs> I, I, I hate to say fighters, that and take that stance. You want your guy to get good. 
I, I get that. That's fair. But I would also think that I would not like for the guy who like created the thing that I have bought and made worse since I bought it to make the same thing again. Listen, let me tell you something. Nobody can make it worse than the child predation that was going on on there when Dorsey owned it. So we're just going to stop right there. It sucked before to me. The shit that was going on before Elon owned it was atrocious. And it tops everything you're talking about. Especially with the speech shit. Crimes against children tops this bullshit, in my personal opinion. And there was a lot of fucked up shit going on on there that's not on there anymore. I have the uh, similar gripe, but a different... Not that I agree with you on that, but uh, the COVID stuff on Twitter, they essentially just like deaded any information. And it's like, all right, I know this is a private platform being influenced by the government, but we have a name for that, that my uncle called it, called fascism. So my uncle Mussolini called that fascism. I'm going to have to say he knew what he was talking about. So when the government tells a private company what to do in no uncertain terms, we call that fascism. So... Congratulations, guys. <laughs> you clicked the wrong link on Twitter. You're like, whoa, there's a dick in a vagina. How is that? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, they were showing That's true. There was a lot of dick on fucking old Twitter. Crazy. <coughs> I mean, not saying my dick was on Twitter. They have some weird shit on there still. And I don't, I don't like, use Twitter. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I still randomly sometimes just see like hardcore porn on Twitter yeah. for no I don't reason. Oh, yeah. No, for no. And I said the other day, I'm like, what the fuck? Is yeah. Like, I'll just be scrolling and somebody will have retweeted just like straight up pornography onto exactly. my timeline. Like, and I <laughs> or just like a, a safe place because it's not in any way like, you know. Right. Perfect. Or just like a snuff film. Been getting a lot of that lately. You know, just, like, no, really? random, dude, literally, it'll be Facebook like a random too. video. It'll be like a random video, and it's like like old like old man uses uh old man uses slur like gets jumped. Is it deserved? And the video is like eight guys beating like an eighty man or eighty year old man literally within an inch of his life. Yeah, it's like you want to see that, right? Like Carrie, Car- yeah. you know what I'm talking about. It's, I know it's exactly a flat out snuff film. That's yeah. why I don't like to go on Twitter and go in like the uh the the feed. And my no, Facebook, I do I my, my I do the. The latest, the latest from my following. That's all I that's do. The, I don't look at the, the for you shit. Yeah, yeah, I look at I look at the stuff I want to look at for the people I want to look at it from. Yep. I do not need whatever they're suggesting me. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Right, keep twatting, my friends. <laughs> keep twatting out there. Always. <laughs> hold up, hold up, Manimal. We love you. So here you go. Oh yeah, we got a birthday. <laughs> Shout out to Manuel. Happy birthday. Wishing you all the love, peace, and prosperity over the next 365 days. The sun is shining. Odin is saying happy birthday. 42s never look so good. Keep it up. Savage, my brother. Yes, sir, Jeff. Does Jeff want to date me? (laughs) I was like... (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> We're really happy about that. Ah, son of a bitch. That's not what you do You can touch me as much as you want, man. <laughs> oh, my I told Jeff, I was oh, like, yeah, we got a birthday. Oh, we're doing it again? Shout out to you all the love, peace, and prosperity. Oh, over the next right one. <laughs> you know what? I was going to ask Jeff for a ride. Older than the happy birthday. The new work. Now the, the TV in the background. <laughs> TV in the Sad background is a great touch. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, happy birthday, man. Well, you fucking piece of shit. Happy fucking birthday, Manimal. I wish I had a joint. I'd be smoking it for you. Yo, Johnny Beniducci. Love you, brother. Happy birthday, Manimal. We love you. Great you guys are so sweet. Ike just turned his camera Manimal, off. Manimal, happy birthday, oh, buddy. Sure. We got a message from this other guy here. Manimal, happy birthday. I'm going to oh, say you are, in Manimal years, you're 514 today. <laughs> happy birthday, Manimal. You're a legend. That's right. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, brother. Oh, that's really sweet, guys. Oh, you made me cry. Like, not funny cry. Like, oh, that's really sweet. 
Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, you're a glue guy, Manimal. We're lucky to have you, Robbie. Ray Longo, 514. I thought of it the opposite. I thought I aged half as fast, so I'm 21. <laughs> Manimal years, 514. You look great Manimal for you. Manimal years, he's 514. Ike, did you turn, the, ca- Ike, did you turn like, oh. the camera off because you were wearing the same shirt? Manimal. The way he just, like... He's not going to make it to 515. Oh, wait. Was... Oh, I was back. I was so taken aback. I was so emotional. I cried. No, I want to say, guys, I'm just really grateful. That was like one of the best little birthday videos. That really made me happy. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Our pleasure. Our pleasure, brother. All right. Guys, awesome tonight. I will see you at the fights. Ike, I'll text you my address. <laughs> yes. Later, folks. Love you. Good go night. Go, go, Patty. Love you guys.